0: and I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Yo, what's Johnny King? What's going on? You know, I am no stranger to relationships. I'm no stranger to dating. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing a lot of it since, uh, what, sixth grade? right I think sixth grade I had my first uh girlfriend although I don't know if that was necessarily official because I never asked her to go steady right are you are you of the age if if you're too young you you don't get that right or you're like oh that's so dumb but like I do remember when I was in sixth grade and I was standing with this girl that I liked Kelly and uh one of her older friends who was in high school was like, hey, are you guys going out? Are you guys going steady? <laughs> we were like Kelly's like, No, he hasn't asked me yet and I was just like, uh Which would have been a great opportunity to ask her out <laughs> to go quote unquote steady. But I didn't. I balked. Uh I was too nervous. I remember uh we held hands. Mm-hmm. We held hands and I was so nervous that my hands got so sweaty that she she unclasped hands with me, and wiped her sweaty palm on her own shirt. <laughs> oh man, good times, good times. So whether we're talking about relationships back in fifth and sixth grade, we're talking about relationships as adults, <laughs> or anywhere in between, they can get complicated. They can get challenging. You know, timing has uh, there's so much to do with timing or so we say, right? Oh, timing. Oh, just was the right person the wrong time. I've heard that. I've said that. And yet what I find I am experiencing more and more these days is the importance of healing, the importance of grieving, the importance of getting support post breakup, post divorce right i went through a breakup this uh this past year 2021 and it was a tough one a really really tough one and my coach told me she said johnny you have to take the time to grieve the loss of this relationship and grieve all of the the thoughts you know that we often all fall you know susceptible to of thinking about the future You have to grieve those things. Otherwise, if you just go into distraction mode, like, and that's honestly what I just wanted to do was like go straight back into work and like, or go start dating someone else immediately as if that's going to really help. Right. And, uh, we've, we've all heard that before, right? We have, you know, and probably many of us have experienced that like rebound relationships and those rebound relationships are really just a uh, a coping mechanism so that we don't feel the pain that's uh that's underneath the surface but it comes back <laughs> it comes back and rears this ugly head no matter what and you might end up finding someone actually special in that rebound relationship but things will be so much more tumultuous if you don't do the work and you don't grieve and so when I was talking to my coach this past summer when I when I broke up with uh with my ex-girlfriend and She's like, you need to grieve. I was like, I don't, I don't even really know what that looks like or what that means. And she gave, uh, you know, she gave me direction to tune into one of her programs, and it takes you through some breath work and meditation. And man, did that open up a lot of raw emotion for me. I was really, really holding back a ton uh, emotionally at the time that I was breaking up with with my ex. And even at the time, she was like, what, like. No tears, no emotion, and I was like, no, I was, I was, I was, I was being as emotionless as possible because in that moment it made it easier, easier for me to leave and then to grieve later, you know, Uh, because it was only like a month prior to that that we had a a really really tough moment and we were, you know, breaking up and we both got super emotional. And we end up deciding to give it another shot. And so I think I was scared of getting emotional again and not being able to leave, even though it seemed like the writing was on the wall, right? And so I say all that, again, because I feel like so many of us have, you know, a lot of times we look for closure. It's like we you want to like emotionally process and then like, integrate whatever lessons we've learned a lot of times we take we take uh relationships and we learn some really you know we get wounded we we learn some really tough lessons but oftentimes they they make us a little bit more of a victim or it makes us more guarded right oh i don't want to i don't want to go in on that uh next relationship like I did this pros relationship where I don't want to meet a, a guy or a gal that that does these things. Like some of those things are healthy 100%, you know, like okay, I don't want to go out with someone whose like hobby is drinking, right? Um who or who has a hobby of gambling. Like those might not be the best of uh of of hobbies or side hustles. <laughs> But maybe they are. Maybe you love to drink and maybe that's what you're looking for. You know, it's, it's neither here nor there. But a lot of times we do take on those woundings. And because we don't really process or grieve those things, they stay with us and then they really impact our next relationship and our ways of being uh, in the world going forward. I say this because it's relevant for me. I've met uh, several women in the last uh, two months, maybe? Month? two months who have all been essentially emotionally unavailable, uh, because they still have some healing to do. And that's by no means am I, am I saying that as like a, a criticism. I think it's super important and it's not something that you can just do overnight, right? Like it took me years to work through my divorce, um, but that's because I wasn't actually uh, intentionally moving my way through it. I just was holding on. Um, I was romantic. I was codependent. I was, you know, or or I said that I was romantic because you know I didn't have any other type of healthy relationship model that I could really uh, really look towards and and use as guidance, right? So now recently, like I said, I've met some some amazing women. And yet, uh, they've either been hurt from their past relationships, or they are, like I said, emotionally unavailable, or they're scared, they're insecure, they don't think they're going to be able to find something better than when they have, even though uh, they're, you know, they they could be with someone. And in this instance, that I'm thinking of, a, a friend of mine, she's with someone who it's not been good for years he's he's even told her that he doesn't want to be with her and yet they both continue to hold on even though it's uh neither one of them are fulfilling each other's needs uh in any great way but they keep holding on because i think it's comfortable and it's safe and it's uh in some regards better than being alone right on the other side of the coin we have people who choose to continue to stay single because at least that's safe, and not being hurt and not investing their heart is better than taking that risk. And don't get me wrong i've been've <laughs> been in both scenarios multiple times, uh, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not making it uh bad. It's one of those things, though, that uh, it is a process and you can work your way through that healing if you are intentional and actively pursuing it. Otherwise, you can become emotionally unavailable. You can become jaded. You can become protected such that no one, no one is going to pull you out of that because you would rather stay safe than to be in love and to invest your heart. And that's more of the slippery slope that I want to talk about because I think men and women we all do very similar things. Like I said, I didn't really notice it until my coach brought it up to me this year and she said, "Johnny, you must grieve. You must work through the loss of this relationship. Learn from, you know, the the lessons it taught you. Really heal those those wounds otherwise you will continue to do the same pattern as you have been through future relationships. And I really took her advice to heart. I was like, okay. I took I, I didn't date for four months, you know, up until literally like about a month ago. Um, and I just let myself heal and to process and take my time and, and just be open to, to what that looked like. And like I said, a lot of it still involved tears and, you know, just a lot of like uncomfortable painful emotions but once you actually feel those things you let them out you know and and I'm literally doing this through this program as I'm like laying on my bed with my door locked and my eye mask on you know crying about uh missing missing my ex you know but once you get those things out then you feel so much lighter. You feel so much better, and you can and you can begin to focus on, you know, a, a future, uh, with what it is that you do ultimately want, right? Because good is the enemy of great. And I feel like uh, another saying too that I like to like to focus on is, um, what is it? Uh, complication is the enemy. of of execution. Execution? Yes, right. So a lot of times we make things more difficult than they need to be. You could literally be having <laughs> coffee or a conversation with someone that is so perfect for you, right? They're sitting across the table from you or they're on the other end of a phone line as you wanting to go out with you, wanting to pursue something greater. And I'm not just talking about dating. I'm talking about literally your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend—like you could literally be in relationship with this person, but they're wanting so much more from you that you ultimately maybe want to really want to, like, you want to give that to them as well, but you're not available because you haven't done the process of uh, of grieving, of healing, of working through the shit that that came from the previous relationship, because. That is the the, the price of admission for romantic relationships is that you have to invest your heart. And fortunately or unfortunately, there's nothing that is a greater vehicle for bringing our insecurities to the surface other than romantic relationships. So you get into a romantic relationship, an intimate relationship with someone, and next thing you know, stuff is coming up from your childhood, (laughs) right? Much easier to hide that stuff when you're at work, uh, when you're in the gym, when you're doing all the other things that don't require your heart as much, right? And so that's why I just say, you know, like I I just realized in in many regards with women that I've dated in the past, I wasn't emotionally available, even though I was even in a relationship with sometimes, with them sometimes, because I didn't do the work, but I didn't even realize that there was work to do. And even if I did realize, I didn't know how to do it. So that's why I'm recording this podcast, because I want you to know if you feel like there is so much more depth to you, so much more that you want to ultimately give, not only romantically, but just to your community or to your kids or to your coworkers or to your work, like so much more that you have to give, but it's really hard to tap into. Or you feel yourself putting up walls or protecting yourself, even when you have the very thing that you ultimately want, it's because there's work to be done. And if you don't know what it is that you actually need to do or where you need to, to go, <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. I think there might be a, a bigger reason for why you're listening to, to my voice right now. But it takes the courage for you to actually want to step into doing the work or to reach out to me and say, hey, I heard your podcast. What would be the next step? That's what I'm here for because I didn't know these things. That's why I do the things that I do so I can help other brothers like yourself avoid a divorce or avoid years of, you know, living a job that you fucking hate but and isn't fulfilling and it and it saps you of any 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 energy. So that so that you're not proud of of the man that you are. You know, in your day to day life, It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work. But I'm I'm walking proof that it's possible, and not to say that I'm perfect by any means. And I'm kind of grateful I'm not, because it means that I there's the work actually becomes fun when you get through some of the scary stuff, right? And now that I know, okay, you know if if, if I if I'm into someone and they're not available, cool, plenty of fish in the sea. There 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 is someone who's right for me, who's emotionally available. who's emotionally intelligent, emotionally aware, who can use her words. Because even still, like, we're all going to have our challenges. We're all going to have our stuff spin up, right? Come to the surface. But don't we ultimately all want to be with someone who holds the space and gives us the security and the comfort that says, you know what? Like, you've got to do your own stuff, but I'm here to support you and I've got your back and I'm not leaving, you know, that's what I want. And that's what I want to ultimately give to someone else. So whether you're in a current relationship or you're not, you can work on this stuff and you can create this stuff regardless. You've got to focus on you and yourself first, right? Do your own work. But you can continue to support someone else and their work simultaneously. It doesn't mean you have to do this stuff by yourself. And, and like I said, if you're don't, if you not in a romantic relationship, if you don't feel like you've got that support, that's what I'm here for. Reach out to me. It just takes the courage, though. You have to actually say something <laughs> uh, rather than wasting so much time trying to figure it out yourself, which is kind of what I did in some regards. In other regards, I've been good about asking for help. So anyways, I digress. I hope this has been meaningful for you. I hope you reach out. I hope you ask for help, whether it be from me or from someone else. I hope you really take into, take into your heart, like how powerful and how amazing a relationship can be with that right intimate partner. When you open yourself up to not being perfect, but just saying, Hey, you know what? Like I'm still working through this. I'm still grieving this. I'm still processing this, but I love you. And, uh, this is worth it. I think that's a powerful place to be. So thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King. Talk to you soon. Take care. that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon man, I thrive on constructive feedback so hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King men's coach. thanks again for joining me I'll catch you next time